0: Welcome back, good humans, to the Wild Commonwealth Podcast. There are no guests on the show today. It's just me doing some reflection and offering some hope as we move forward, as well as inviting you very sincerely to reach out and let me know how you're doing, let me know how this show can serve you, the things that you want to talk about. I think it's important to do this, especially when we're, we're still in the middle of uncertainty, but I don't know, depending on how you voted, maybe this weekend offered you a little bit of hope. Either way, I feel like the way forward is with each other and developing the capacity to look at each other and be honest and vulnerable about where we are. I think there's great power in that. Uh, Sometimes when you're dealing with science and with data, it's easy to forget the personal nature of what we're really doing. And so I want to leave some space for that. Uh, If I get enough of a response, I'm going to set up a link where you can call and just leave a short audio clip with how you are and how you've been dealing, just so this can serve as a space for us to remember that there's other people out there in the world who are having just as difficult a time as you are. If you heard that and you're going, things aren't hard, what's wrong with you? I would encourage you to check in, Uh, don't muscle through difficult times and hope that you survive on your grit alone, that will wear you down really quickly. Uh, Take the opportunity to be vulnerable and to reach out to others and let your heart be soft, it's just about the only way we can keep it from breaking sometimes. Saturday morning, November 7th, 2020, found me drained. Mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially exhausted by the ongoing election, the pandemic, civil unrest, ecological distress, and economic uncertainty. But I had an appointment at 7 a.m. Now, most mornings, I'm up by 5. I have a puppy and a flock of hens who cannot and will not wait for my leisure. Hens will drop their eggs from their roosts in the rafters where they smash to the coop floor if I don't let them out. And I'm sure what you're asking yourself right now is put a lay box in the coop. But there is a lay box in the coop, but they prefer, for whatever reason, to line up on the porch and wait for the one lay box outside, sometimes even squeezing themselves in two at a time. There's really no reasoning with dinosaurs. The puppy is kenneled, but Her discomfort becomes apparent, and tiny bladders can only do so much. However, this particular Saturday morning, I evidently turned my phone completely off when my alarm sounded. Thus, my awakening at 6.20. I pushed my appointment back to 7.30, rushed around to and found predictably broken eggs on the coop floor, and a dancing puppy dog. Bless her. Coffee, a shower, and a quick breakfast later, and my appointment was at the back door. Fortunately, this appointment is very graceful because it's my best friend, Melissa. Now, don't get jumpy. She is in my family's quarantine pod, mostly by her good graces. NTI, which is uh, non-traditional instruction, it's our local school's version of distance learning, is no mean feat. Because I have to do it for three kids in three different schools in three different grades. Uh, and she is more than one occasion... Applied her logic and encouragement to frayed, distance learning nerves. My kids know and trust her. She's like family to us. She's also like the social distancing master. She avoids people like a Sasquatch, even in the best of times, so I trust her judgment. We were supposed to go hiking, which we did, and after we spent some time in the woods, we sat by a pond. I took video footage of newts fighting or mating, it was hard to tell which... We had quietly agreed that whether Biden and Harris pulled ahead that day or not, we needed to be in the woods just to reinforce our hearts for whatever was coming. Obligations for the rest of the day found me in the van on the way to the farmer's market when Pennsylvania released their numbers. There were phone calls and sighs of relief. I spent the rest of the day cycling through the news outlets to make sure that I hadn't hallucinated the whole thing while preparing for an owl program that Your friend and my hero, uh, Lee Payne Jr., and I were leading that night. Um, In the bustle of preparation, I walked outside and clumsily interrupted Lee in a silent moment. Was there an owl that I missed? Usually we hear the barred owls right at that spot, and then I realized what was happening, and I waited. Finally, he stood up and I asked, You're praying we all stay safe tonight, aren't you? Yes, ma'am, was his reply. It was in this moment, more than when the election results were announced, that my jaw started to unclench for the first time this year. I do not attend formal gatherings of faith for pretty personal reasons that I won't go into here, but I needed the immediate reminder that there are shepherds in the world who are funneling peace and protection on the most fundamental level. The last well, more than four years, really. I have watched and been disgusted by how faith has been weaponized for political gain. It's easy to forget the everyday sustaining purpose of faith. It reminded me of what I believe, which is that faith and science are not natural-born enemies. Our faith systems can and should coexist and be enriched by the wonder of scientific discovery. I have seen that science can be weaponized as well. It can be used to alienate people And that isn't the purpose of science either. The owl program put on by the Louisville Nature Center is pretty straightforward. The plan is that I would do a short presentation outside and then help Lee as he tries to guide us to find the owls. If you've never been to Beargrass Creek State Nature Preserve, it's magical enough during the day. But the times I am allowed to be there at night bring it alive in a different way. On the surface, what I was doing was unusual, leading five masked strangers to follow me into the forest in the dark. More unusual may have been their willingness to follow me, an enthusiastic masked stranger, into the forest, again, into the dark. But it worked, because we trusted each other. I couldn't have asked for a better group. They asked thoughtful questions, they kept their masks on, and they understood that the wild owls were under no obligation to be seen. Which was good, because after half an hour, none had been. Eventually our patience was rewarded, and we found not one, but three great horned owls. I'm glad it was dark. The collective gasp of wonder from the group made me cry. That day of all days, I needed to be waiting in the dark with strangers for a miracle, having agreed that it may not come to pass. I needed to spend real time going just a little further down the trail, adding by communal consent one more thread to the Court of Hope, then hanging on together. I didn't sleep well Saturday night. Not because I am not intensely relieved that Biden and Harris won, but because their election on its own will not stop COVID-19. It will not get us back to work. It will not bring peace quickly to our indigenous and black citizens or get climate change in check. My anxiety about these things still stands. But good humans, I am trying to allow this moment to be a trail marker on this year of isolation and season of panic that we are not wandering alone in the dark. Last night, a friend reminded me of Emily Dickinson's line that hope is a thing with feathers that perches in the soul, and for me, right now, this is true. It also perches in a dead ash tree and watches us as we pass. It is in the bars of our songs, the breath of our prayers, the lines of our data, the force of of our chance it is in our people rising up and having the audacity and the courage to stay present for one another this election on its own doesn't fix anything to me it has the capacity to help us find one another in the woods and keep us moving the work goes on to pick up healing and justice and peacemaking please reach out on instagram at wild commonwealth on twitter or facebook I want to know how this election has inspired you in your work, whatever your work is. I want to know how you're doing. I want to know about the things that make you hopeful. I want to know the things that scare you. I would like for the Wild Commonwealth to start making itself into a sort of touchpoint for the experiences of the people in our city. Uh, And if you're listening, if you're one of my people inexplicably listening from the UK, Welcome. Uh, We want to hear from you too. I want to know how things are going over there because it's so easy to feel disconnected. As always, thank you to Jamie Barnes for letting me use his music for the podcast. Uh, He last week finally let us know that he has a new album coming out. So when that is released, I will let you know. Talk to you soon.